Well, hello everybody and welcome to June's monthly round table discussion. Uh, my name is Debbie. I am really glad to be back. Uh, it's been a while since I've facilitated a conversation. And since then, we've had Francis Obaika who has joined our team from Germany. Uh, I'm really excited to have a chat with him about this month's topic. Um, as you can see, we, there's Belinda, there's Francis, and there's me, and we're kind of the usual hosts of the roundtable discussion, which is a special thing to have us actually uh, be the guests on uh, this month's discussion. But I think that that's a really great um, sort of shake-up to have uh, as we round up the first part of the year, actually. It's already June, <laughs> uh, time flies. Uh, so I would love to welcome Francis from Germany. Uh, Francis, so you've already been um, listening to because he's hosted a few uh, or a couple of roundtable discussions. And I would also love to welcome Belinda, who Hi. is not a stranger, I think, to <laughs> most of us on the platform. This month's topic has been dynamic communication, which is an absolutely relevant uh, topic to all of us. Whether you consider yourself a communicator or not, um, doesn't matter, we all communicate. But most importantly, communication is something we can learn and grow in and be more effective um, in. And so really love the content on the platform this month. We've had a variety of articles, of videos, uh, people covering different aspects of communication. And we'll just sort of talk about what stood out to us and add some of our uh, nuggets of wisdom as well. Um, and I would love to kick off with Francis. Would you share some of the things that stood out to you uh, and what you found interesting? Uh, thank you very much, Debbie. I love what you said. You said the communication is something whether we like it or not, we communicate. I love what Marit said, she said, communication is serving. And one of the things about communication is the aspect that she looked at it, that yes, sometimes within our communication, there is limitation, but that limitation should not stop us from not being able to communicate. And I, and I love that fact that she said, in the midst of that communication, we look at what do the people need? It's not what am I trying to, give to people but what are the needs of the people what are their pain what are they proud of what are their what are some some of the pain points that they're going through and within that we're able to um effectively communicate now i think one of the nuggets for me is not just going and just communicating immediately but rather thinking through what do mm -hmm. i really want to communicate who am i communicating to who is my audience and it requires a little bit of uh, research. It requires a little bit of understanding the audience, but not allowing the audience to understand me. And also, I think that was that was something that really, uh, really spoke to me. And I, and I think one of the things I, I I really like is the aspect of is my communication, if I'm preaching or teaching, is my audience, my message, what I'm saying. Is it reaching the people? Do they understand it? Is it complex or is it simple? So, so it's something that was really helpful when uh, just reading and listening to what uh, the, the aspect of what Marit was saying. Yeah, absolutely. I fully am with you. That also resonated with me. 
Uh, Belinda, there was something that we were discussing earlier that you were mentioning about um, audiences and all of that. Could you share a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I think all of the uh, people that contributed to this month with the articles or LDXs or the lounge talked about some aspect of knowing your audience or figuring out who, who you're talking to and that and making it relevant to them. Because in order to effectively communicate, we need to know who the audience is. Um, and and, and it, it doesn't mean that we change uh, the complete message. Um, I like the way that uh, Marit said, like, you know, the gospel that Paul preached um, was like a suite with different packaging on, depending on whether he was talking to the Romans or the Jews or, or just the Gentiles. Um, and that's the same with our communication. We need to realize it's going to, it has to have the same core, um, but then it can be packaged in a slightly different way, depending on the audience. Um, so I think that was a, one key that's really uh, was, yeah, came out really strongly for me this month. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I'd like to sort of stay with that audience bit a little bit longer because it's absolutely essential. I teach on marketing and I teach on research a lot and we talk about how target audiences are important and I think some people struggle to understand why like is that a biblical concept is that sort of a trendy cultural thing and I think that it's important for us to understand how deeply biblically like that's a biblical truth because that's how God communicates with us when God set out to save the world or Israelite he didn't say all the nation he picked one person to start off with and I think that that's the principle we can always go back to to say how does God engage with us and how uh, does how effective is that when we go back to scripture we can always see that this is sort of a pattern that God does he always starts with one person he understands the person whether it's Moses or Abraham um Whoever it is, he always goes, okay, I'm going to start off with you and then multiply um, as time goes on. And I think that that's really, really important. Um, Belinda, you talked a little bit about sharing the gospel when we're talking about social media. And I would love if you talked a little bit more about that. Yeah, I mean, I think what M M um, Marita said in her um, article where she shared some do's and don'ts on social media um, but she shared one little aspect that I kind of, it was a little, little nugget, um, just that we so often think of social media as a way to be sharing about our schools or, um, you know, our different things that are happening, but actually it is a place where we can reach out to people, mm. where we can share the gospel with people. Um, it's a community, like a community that you live in. And so just to kind of remember that, that so like social media is an area where we can be actually just impacting um yeah for the gospel for 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 the kingdom um and i i kind of i mean i do that on my social media in a way but it was just such a good reminder that even you know on ywam ywam social media that that can be an aspect that we we mustn't forget to do mm, yeah absolutely I love that thought. Francis, you talked a little bit about also social media and sort of the, how we behave on social media from one of the talks. Could you speak into that? Yes, I think one of the things with social media, I think it's, it's also important to recognize that, you know, we need to know why are we coming on this platform? 
what are, what, are the, what are the content we're trying to put out there? And I think sometimes as Christians, as Wyomers, we underestimate these platforms mm. because we're not used to it. For example, TikTok, uh, Instagram. We're very used to Facebook. We're very used to YouTube and the rest of them. But it's really um, using these mediums to be able to reach out to people. I love what uh, uh, Belinda said. She said, you know, reaching out ministering the gospel to people to in this day and age uh, most people are not on the streets <laughs> they're on their phones yeah. they are on their phones they are also at the same time they're on the online but but we're used to it's not saying ignore that aspect no we still keep that aspect going on but what mm. we use these as an opportunity that god has given to us as wirewomers that we're even on these platforms but we're not just there to preach a message is it brings us back to what marita is saying she's like you know we need to know the content we're putting out there what are the contents we're putting out what are some of the things are we just trying to promote our base or are we promoting the kingdom are we advertising the base or are we authentic in what we're saying? Uh, and sometimes it's not like Instagram where we make everything look clean, but we're real. We're real. Mm. We're real about what's happening in the base. We're real about some of the things that we're going through. But at the same time, we're not just negative, we're also positive. You bring, the, bring in a message of hope. And it's, at the same time, it's what are we showing? What are we showing people? And at the end of the day, I think what's more important is that that keyword communication in communication there also needs to be an aspect of listening mm. so so it's not just giving out there but also being willing to receive feedback and as we listen we also respond but if we're just we're just communicating but not willing to listen we'll lose people in the process mm. yeah absolutely i think that that's such a vital point because uh, I think Marie rightfully pointed out that the world is paying for our attention, right? Like the most expensive or most valuable commodity in the world today isn't money. It's, it's really the human attention and there's no lack of it and it's ever growing, ever evolving. And I think that calls for us to be intentional in how we engage on this social media platforms. And as you were talking, Francis, it also reminds me of what Joseph talked about because he talked a little bit about listening. It's absolutely vital to listen to who, who engages with us on social media because then I think it allows us to do what you were talking about, Belinda, which is to say, what do people need because we're listening? And then from that or out of that, we can share pieces of or parts of the God story with our audience in a way that is authentic and not clean cut, like Francis was saying, it doesn't have to be all clean cut and, um, you know, shiny and all put together, but saying, how do we in a very genuine way connect and serve people even on social media? So what else uh, was interesting to us? I actually thought part of Miranda's uh, article was really important because she started off with, I'm not a professional. <laughs> um, and I thought that that was such a human, very humble, open statement to make that this sort of thought of, oh, I'm not a communicator, or I'm not a professional. And really, she really invited people, I think, to consider 
what we what small steps we could make and take in order to communicate effectively without it being this sort of big mountain uh, that we have to climb. Um, but what else stood out to you guys from the content? Well, I think talking about Miranda's article, um, she used the phrase, don't fudge it. So fudge being like the sweet, but in English, we, we use that when, when, when we, you know, we talk about, um, saying things that are, we, we, we're not, it's not really true when we fudging things. Um, and that just really, it did just resonate with me. And in terms of like, we've got 18 values in YWAM and the 18th value is communicate with integrity. And I think the, the guys on, on the social media LDX as well also mentioned that Jonathan and, and Nathan, just to remember that as YWAM, we need to make sure that what we're communicating is actually true. Mm. So don't, don't overblow things when, you know, like say, oh, there's, you know, 15,000 people that came to this thing when it was only 10. Or um, I'm thinking about the same this weekend, you know, people, there were so many numbers going around and, but actually there was, there was 9,400 is what I heard, which is an amazing mm. number. We don't need to fudge it. We don't need to make it bigger. Um, and so, uh, but just to be careful of, of getting caught in that trap of just like adding a little bit or making it sound a bit better. And um, so just mm. to be writing plainly and honestly, um, I also loved the fact that she talked about telling stories. Mm. And I think that is a key in, in any communication. She was talking specifically about written communication and you know, more like newsletters. But, but in any communication, I, I, that's what I find when I am teaching, when I am preaching, when I am doing anything, telling a story gets the point across so much better. And we have our, our the greatest um, communicator, Jesus. What did he do? He told stories, um, told parables. Um, so we can learn from that as well, that, that you know, telling stories is, is, is a way that people can connect with the content. Um, and, and make sure that, you know, they're getting the point um, rather than just going, okay, well, you know, that's fun. That's great. But what, you know, the, the story actually gets it across. Mm, yeah, that is so good. I want to sort of go back to the first point you made, because I think that that is absolutely important, but also tricky sometimes to do, right? Because you're on social media platform, you want to make sure that what you're writing is captivating, that your images are great looking which I'm all for. I actually love excellent sort of visual communication, but I think you're absolutely right that we need to remember that value of communicating with integrity, that we're truth tellers, that when we tell stories, that we are convinced that we, it's from a pure heart and it is telling the truth. We're not changing or adapting. And I think sometimes with algorithms and how this um, social media platforms work, it's very easy to maybe subtly slip into that, you know, a little bit of a lie here or a little bit of a non-truth here. Maybe you're not even thinking about it. And that's why we need to slow down and remember why, why we're on there and why truth is important because that partly communicates who God is to our audience. So thanks for bringing that up. That's so true. Francis. Yeah, I think one of the things is that it's just like what uh, you, integrity, that word integrity. I'm thinking about Jesus, for example. He meets Peter and Andrew fishing and he says to them, follow me. But he doesn't stop there. 
He calls, but the calling is a communication. And then he tells them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. He was very, he was very, uh, he knew where he was going to take them to. Mm. He also called them with a promise, fishers of men. And he made them fishers of men. And, and, and I think that's one of the things with communication that when we, before we use, before we get on these platforms, our content is with us before it's published. But it's going back to the content and saying, is this content and I'm putting out there, is it true? Is this content I'm putting out there, is it about me or is it about me reaching people? Is my audience, am I, am I considering my audience in this in, as I'm communicating? And at the same time, I think one of the aspects in why when we have this limitation and based on our limitation, we don't, uh, we, we create, I call it excuses in limitation. So because we're limited, we have it, we, we make excuses. But I think we should kind of put that aside because in Jesus's day and age, he was limited in everything, but he did not allow that limitation stop him from becoming who he is. At the same time, he was relevant to everyone. But they were not, the, the people were not on the same page. He was able to reach people where they are at. So I think in our communication, we should be able to reach people where they are at. Uh, for example, I love what the, the, the guys who talked about the various platforms, TikTok, uh, they talked about Facebook, they talked about Instagram and YouTube. And they have uh, what the, the Nathan and, the, and, the, and Jonathan talked about, that on social media, we need to see the various age groups of this platform. TikTok is between 13 and 20. And he talked about Facebook is about 35 plus. He said Instagram is the whole aspect of 18 to 35. And then YouTube, I mean, he said YouTube is coming back again. YouTube, he said, is a place where you can archive your things. And I'm thinking that this is, this is something that we need to really take advantage of and really use them. But as we use these tools that we're very, integral in this in the way we use it we speak yeah. truth i mean truth is truth and, and and as we before we allow the materials go out we look at the materials and say am i willing to is this is this real is this true is it authentic am i am i honest about it the stories i'm telling uh, when people come to me a couple of years later and say you know i heard about this story like ah there was little salt in it no but it's saying that i'm I'm using it and, and what I'm speaking using these mediums is a form of truth to communicate. Because mm -hmm. I, think that's, I think that's what makes us different, actually, that we're speaking truth. The scripture says the truth shall set people free. It's not following the rhythm of the world. We use the platforms, but we're bringing a message of life to them. Mm -hmm. That yeah. just reminded me of something, Francis. So when we used to do a teaching and it's kind of similar to what Marit said about the, the gospel in different packages. Um, but in communication, there's, it's called 3D communication. So just to be aware that you're going to be watched from three different, you know, like in 3D, whatever you communicate today needs to be in, with integrity because who knows, you know, there's all these like tweets that come back or, things that happen down the road. Um, and if you've got an audience, for instance, that you know, you, you're communicating your newsletter with your supporters, 
you're going to be talking a little bit different than if you're communicating with people that you're sharing the gospel with. Um, and yet there's the same story in that. And we need to be careful of communicating in a way that if one of those audiences reads the others, that it can cause problems. So to make sure that, that our communication, not, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody sees everything, but just to be aware that somehow, sometimes communication gets out there um, and just to have that integrity to be telling the same things, um, maybe in slightly different ways um, for slightly different audiences, but to have that core being the same is so important. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that really, for me, it makes me pause a little bit, even as a communicator, and really go, this is serious stuff. Like, we impact our lives, the lives of our audiences as we communicate. And also an encouragement that we can do this better, I think. I think that's what the resources on the platform show us this month that because for me when I teach about communication I always say or talk about it I always say it's not about perfection it's not about not ever making any mistake or saying the wrong thing ever it's about being humble and working hard at what you put out there um, and so I love the um, quote on intentionality that Joseph also talked about when he on his uh, conversation he talked about how it's really important to be intentional because even if, for example, I put out a tweet today and I do it based on what I know and five years later, I re realized that what I said in 2022 was off. I can own that and make it right as time goes on. And I, so I, I view communication really as this living thing, this living experience where um, we grow and we experience different things and um, there is room for mistakes, but not sort of what I call stupid mistakes. Um, but yeah, so really great thoughts. Thanks, guys. I think the things that have stood out, stood out is the communication is serving. We need to be listening to our audiences. We need to be consistent in how we communicate, even if we communicate to different audiences. Um, and we need to be intentional. I would love to sort of wrap up our talk with some of the thoughts that Joseph also shared, which was about true communication brings hope to people. It brings joy to people's lives. And it's something that we can always learn. And so I hope that listeners are encouraged by that. There's a lot more that we haven't managed to cover in this round table, but we encourage you to go on the ELLC website and check out all of those resources. Um, also, remembering now, I'll remember to say that you should share it with your friends, with your family, with whomever you think would benefit from this uh, resources, because there are a lot of nuggets um, of wisdom and of truth that can help you grow. And I think we're going to wrap it there uh, for the month of June, but really for the first part of the year. And we will come back again and continue in September uh, of 2022. Thank you so much, Francis. Thank you, uh, Belinda, for being part of this conversation. I've really enjoyed listening to you guys and learning from you. Yeah, the feeling is mutual. Pleasure. Thanks, Davey. It's a pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.